Zephaniah chapter 1, verses 7 through 18. Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice and consecrated his guests. And on the day of the Lord's sacrifice, I will punish the officials and the king's sons and all who array themselves in foreign attire. On that day, I will punish everyone who leaps over the threshold and those who fill their master's house with violence and fraud. On that day, declares the Lord, a cry will be heard from the fish gate, a wail from the second quarter, a loud crash from the hills. Wail, O inhabitants of the mortar, for all the traitors are no more. All who weigh out silver are cut off. At that time, I will search Jerusalem with lamps, and I will punish the men who are complacent. Those who say in their hearts, the Lord will not do good, nor will he do ill. Their goods shall be plundered and their houses laid waste. Though they build houses, they shall not inhabit them. Though they plant vineyards, they shall not drink the wine from them. The great day of the Lord is near, near and hastening fast. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty man cries aloud there. A day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet blast and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the lofty battlements. I will bring distress on mankind so that they shall walk like the blind because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood shall be poured out like dust and their flesh like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them on the day of the wrath of the Lord. In the fire of his jealousy, all the earth shall be consumed. For a full and sudden end he will make of all the inhabitants of the earth. This is the devastating word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And a devastating word it is. A devastating word it is. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it, maybe that's why like books like Zeph and I are not like super popular. We're not reading those for our, you know, daily devotions or... Yeah. Paul David Tripps maybe didn't include that in his like 365 <laughs> day devotional book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause it, I mean, it is like very gloomy. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I, there is this day of the Lord, you know, like it says in verse seven, be silent before the Lord God for the day of the Lord is near. So uh, I think that, you know, I, I really think growing up, like my mentality towards the day of the Lord, I, I, I think, and I don't know that I was even taught this. I might've just like assumed it. Um, but it was like the whole, like today's the day of salvation verse and, and, right. um, yeah. So then when I started like really walking with the Lord, a mentor of mine challenged me to read through the Bible mm -hmm. in a year with him. So then when I got to like the minor and major prophets, I was like, oh wow. The day of the Lord is like kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you get all this language about, uh, making, uh, a full end of, all the inhabitants of the earth. And it's like, that doesn't sound like the God that I, I sing to right on, on Sunday mornings. Yeah. I, I think it's really important. And, you know, I think on one hand, you know, to your point about, we're not really stumbling over these verses in, in our 365 day <laughs> devotionals, right? You know, really not to be just like super whatever, but, I do think that that has something to do with like 
I think I've had a light view of sin. This for, like flowery Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like God's not going to be that mad, right? You, you know, like yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like that mentality, and uh, we just don't see like uh, a God who is really this upset. And you know, mm. I think one thing that is really fascinating about this passage. So obviously, there's there's references throughout yesterday's reading and today about like wickedness and. and everything but there's one uh there's one group of men who are specifically god says that he will search jerusalem with lamps looking for these men which is like a blood chilling image yeah 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 and wow. it's those who are complacent those who say in their hearts the lord will not do good nor will he do ill hmm. isn't that fascinating almost like it's, he's he He's not going to do anything. Exactly. It's yeah. not the enemies of God right. that God's searching for with lamps. And it's not the hmm. you know people who follow God and who have messed up. But that word complacent, the the Hebrew there, kapha, it it means to congeal. Or yeah. you know, you said the context context there is like someone's blood congealing with wine or, or yeah. what was the what was the phrase that you yeah read? i mean yeah there's a little footnote in the in the esv study bible that says are thickening on the dregs of their wine yeah yeah and what what was the snake image that you well so i when a very poisonous snake bites like it will it will congeal your blood Ugh, you yeah know, even Ugh. to the point of death where yeah. like your blood like kind of turns into like a yeah. You know, a congealed substance. Just like can't travel. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of the idea of of Judah in this day is mm-hmm. is these people who are becoming complacent where almost their lives. It's not like this. I, I mean, it's not this like Psalm 2 like flowing or Psalm 1 like flowing river. Hmm. It's like they're like congealing like in place is hmm. kind of the image that I get. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I kind of even think about like after you cook like bacon or something in a pan and you like pour the grease into like a little <laughs> right. bowl and it just like slowly like it's liquid like water when you pour it in there and right. then an hour later you look and it's like a solid yeah. block it's like totally congealed right um and mm. so i'm sure everybody listening is like please move on from the <laughs> congealed imagery <laughs> but i just think that that is so important that like that is at the crosshairs of this is that um, it, you mm. know, I think it's easy to think, oh, the idol worship in Israel, it's like these people, they quit worshiping God, they hated God, and they started worshiping Baal, and I don't do that, so I'm good. But actually, the the majority of what we see in the Old Testament is people who still performed religious duties to God, right? but then they would also, you know, pray and perform duties to other gods or like these people that are mentioned here they just they viewed god as sort of like a trophy on the mantle you yeah. know like he he's yeah. the sort of god that we associate with the exodus and like passover and hmm. blah 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 but you know he's not active in the world right now he he doesn't do good he doesn't do evil he's just like He's just the Lord. He's like, whatever. Right. And I think that's really the mentality that like pervades culture today. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. not, I think if you talk to most people, at least in the circles that I find myself in, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. it's not like they necessarily hate God right. and 
any form of religion. It's not like they love God. It's just like, they're like, whatever, you know, like if you're a Christian, like whatever. Right. Um, as long as it doesn't interfere with me. Yeah. And I just find that super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. And so uh, this chapter or this, this passage that we read, I mean, it, it, it makes very clear that God is very serious about sin. Uh, yeah. And, and so I know we, sometimes we, sometimes we buck against the, the idea of, you know, kind of Jonathan Edwards, like sinners in the hands of an angry God type view of God. But in addition to the love and the grace, the mercy of God, which are all wonderful things, the redemption of God, uh, we do have a God who has a very wrathful side. And we, if if your view of God does not include that, mm. I I don't know that you're actually uh, you actually have a proper biblical view of who uh, the God of the Bible is. Mm. Uh, you know, in the in the last part of what I read, it's talking about the the great day of the Lord is near, near and hastening fast. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. Mm. The mighty man cries aloud there, and it's bitter because those in Judah and Jerusalem. They're, they've turned away from the Lord. Yeah. They've turned to other gods. Yeah. They might even be like carrying out the sacrifices like you mentioned yeah. in the temple or whatever, uh, but but their hearts are far from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so and so this day of the Lord is going to be very bitter for them. Mm-hmm. It talks about how they, th- though they build houses, they'll never inhabit them. So they plant, though they plant vineyards, they'll never drink the wine. And, uh, you know, and it says here that a day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, of ruin and devastation, darkness and gloom, day of clouds and thick darkness. So all, all of this is just pointing to the fact that sin is a very serious thing before a holy God. Mm-hmm. And we we will do well, you know, as as a as a church body to to consider that yeah. and just consider our own lives. Like, where, where are you right now? Um you know, are there things that would in your life that would make the day of the Lord a very bitter thing? Mm-hmm. You know, if the Lord was to, if if Jesus was to return, would and you would have to be face to face with Him? Like, would that be would that be like a very sweet homecoming one where you are close mm-hmm. to Him and and you are, get so excited about and cannot wait for? Or is it a is it a is it a bitter day of the Lord? Yeah. I think that's just a good thing to ask ourselves. Um, you know, and, and the Lord always extends, always extends grace. And so if, if you do find yourself saying it, it would be very bitter for me, yeah. turn, repent, yeah. come back to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, he will, he will receive you back as he always does his children as he would have done for, for Israel. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's just a good thing for us to ponder on as we read something like Zephaniah and talking about the day of the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.